0: Plushcare.com/slash/weight_loss.
1: This is internet marketing. To you by site visibility at sitevisibility.co.uk. This is Internet Marketing. Now, before we start today, we'd like to encourage anyone looking for help with their digital marketing to get in touch with Site Visibility. Whether you have a burning digital marketing question or you're looking for an agency to work with, they'd love to hear from you. Give them a call plus four four-one two seven three-seven three three four three three. Or you can fill out the form at sitevisibility.co.uk slash contact. Alternatively You can talk to either Scott or Sean via the live chat function on the site. They'd be more than happy to help. Now, today I'm joined by Dixon Jones, Global Ambassador at Majestic.com, plus other things. Dixon, how are you? Oh, I'm very well. How are you? i'm very very well and um if i'm not mistaken well let's say if i'm not mistaken because we had a pre-chat before i press record you're in the snowdonia national park not standing outside or you're, you're am, in the building I'm actually
2: right on the right on the edge of it in a, a little town called bala which is kind of like the gateway to to snowdonia um so i can look out on, on to, onto the park from my my back window we've got a, a little cottage down here um yeah. and uh, nice to get away
1: yeah. I, I, this this is going to sound like a tourist advert for Wales, but I think we have to uh, emphasise to the world because we, we have a global audience, all three of them, and
2: um, the, uh, <laughs> the, the, Wales is absolutely majestic and beautiful, isn't it? Oh, it is! It's a fantastic place, and and the, and the great thing about it becoming a tourist uh, tourist um, uh, uh, advert is I can put the whole thing on expenses now. So that's great. <laughs> uh, that's right. Yes, and I have to ask, what's the weather doing? It's pouring with rain. <laughs> <laughs> up today. It is
1: absolutely soaking. Yes, one thing we have to say about Wales, it's a little bit like Ireland, you see, because it's got the Atlantic to the left of it, where most of the winds come from. And it's, in some ways, a bit like Ireland, it's the first bit of raised land that the air hits when it comes off the Atlantic. Yeah, so and, like, and they're big oh. mountains.
2: Well, they're not big mountains like the Rockies, but they're big enough to, you know... They're fairly lumpy, aren't they? And, uh, of course, yeah.
1: all that moist air goes, oh, I've been raised up quite high, I'll just dump all the water I've got. <laughs> Never mind. That's right. It, it is very nice. Okay, um, less about the weather and meteorology. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and, and Majestic and some of the things that you're doing
2: now. Yeah, sure. So I've been, uh, I've been doing SEO uh, and internet marketing consulting um, for well, actually less of the consulting after around about 10 years. But I started in 98, 99 and set up an agency receptional, which I no longer have any part in. Uh, but my main you – know, people know me for, for uh, being the marketing director or CMO of Majestic, which I did for best part of 10 years. I've now pulled back from that. I still wave the flag for Majestic at conferences and that kind of thing, but just got involved in uh, a new business um, with a guy called Fred Laurent, who's uh, in France, um, very talented SEO expert and programmer always back the programmers, and uh, so helping them to get uh, inlinks.net off the ground, which maybe we talk about as well.
1: Yeah, yeah. Let's start off, uh, let's talk about Majestic, because I know you come away from it slightly, but just take us from, because I know a lot of people have heard of Majestic, Um, we'll put a link in the show notes, Um, but just... For for the newbies, just remind us what Majestic does from a fairly
2: basic level, and then we'll we'll draw down a yeah, bit. Yeah, sure. So so Majestic is an index of the Internet, so it crawls the Internet just like uh, Google does or DuckDuckGo does or actually DuckDuckGo do doesn't do a lot of crawling. But anyway, um, it crawls the Internet. But instead of um, concentrating on the on-page content, it more or less concentrates on, on the backlink map. So it looks yeah. at links into any web page. But it has to do that by, you know, crawling the whole web and then inverting the whole index. So it, it looks at all the links and then inverts them. So instead of looking at the number of links that go out of a web page, it's looking at the links that come into a web page. Mm. And uh, and so, you know, it's a, it's a pretty big index of the Internet. But, you know, and it's got things you can use it as a search engine, but it's not what it's designed to do. And and that, that allows you to uh, really... Pick out what is happening on uh, on the internet and why uh, one website or one web page is getting traffic and another one isn't. Mm. And then more recently, that's that's then turned into a thing called Link Context, which actually we launched at Brighton. In fact, which uh, now breaks the web page down into forty different segments and it actually looks at where on the uh, on the page the links are as well and how many other links that that in, uh, are competing in that area as well. So it gets very very granular as well. Because people were saying, Oh well, this page has got a you know, a page rank, page authority, trust flow, whatever score you're gonna use of forty two, but the link's rubbish because it's in a footer and it's you know got two hundred thousand other links on the same page and things. So we tried to bring that out and visualise that very differently. Yeah. So it's going quite well. We got to uh we got um we got two Queen's Awards. I went to go and see Buckingham Palace on the back of that. So that was quite fun. Oh wow. to see the Queen. Was she impressed? Was one impressed? She just spent the whole night with me, nothing to do with the other 500 people in the room as well. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure if we should edit that miss out actually yeah, no that's actually fine no 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 I spoke to other royals it was a you know it, it was a great day but I didn't do an awful lot of speaking to the queen I, I will confess wow
1: <laughs> now so, so how do people use Majestic then do they is it a case of like they put their site up and they do their best and then they use Majestic to see how many links are coming in is that basically how they were, or was it a bit more subtle than that it,
2: it is It is any site so you can put in so I can put in sitevisibility.co.uk and see yeah. all of the links to site visibility oh. uh, in fact um, I was doing that for uh, for the other day actually I, I as a, a an SEO I know quite well uh, and he he was on your show actually and one of his best links was actually from sitevisibility.co.uk cuz he'd done a podcast on your website and um, the link was there and and I could demonstrate that that was a a new way of spotting that 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 your your link which was a good one was standing out from a lot of other ones because it was in in the body of the text and uh, and a uh, do follow link and, uh, and 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 stood out for him yeah. and that was obviously because he did a good you know a good podcast and and it, and it made sense to have a link there so it's kind of a, a um, a great tool for having a look at your competitors. It's a good tool for understanding where your own share of voice is coming from. But the real magic in there is that Google obviously uses links to, um, to, to rank and to evaluate uh, websites and web pages and for discovery. Mm. So knowing that link graph or having an independent link graph is very, very powerful for SEOs. And a lot of the technologies use the, uh, the backbone of Majestic and their APIs as well.
1: Brilliant. Uh, yes, because there is an API, isn't there? Oh, um, just skipping over the API, because I wanted to. I did. I actually didn't realise just how many web pages there were on the internet. And I was watching you speak. I think it was at a TED conference. On watching a video, I wasn't actually there. I was watching the video of you speak. Oh and yeah, it's something like there are, is it four hundred billion stars in our Milky Way, which I assume means the galaxy? Uh, but there are nine hundred and sixteen billion
2: individual web pages. That's <laughs> mind blowing. Well, if you go to the bottom of com's page, I can tell you right now, uh, assuming that the information is still there, we – somewhere on the page oh, – I've changed the web page. Uh, yeah, so at the moment, um, in the historic index, there are 8.485 billion, so – trillion um, URLs that Majestic has seen from crawling the internet, which is yeah, it's something like you know, it's 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 ten times or twenty times more than the the number of stars in the Milky Way or something like that.
1: Yeah. So so let me get this right: for every star in the Milky Way, in our Milky Way. Majestic has crawled how many
2: I think about twenty web pages, so yeah it's been so, busy, hasn't it? yeah, it has over the years yeah and it goes it goes I'm down the problem is because some of these web pages are fairly um uh, uh, you know uh, they they disappear, so uh, some of them aren't there anymore um mm-hmm. and that can can be a problem, so every um crawler has a has a challenge of how much of their resources do they dedicate to crawling new content versus how much they dedicate to crawling recrawling um existing content uh, and that's that's an equation that every um crawler has to deal with really and when you start out you just try and crawl everything you can and then you realize that actually the important pages are getting updated and you've got to go back yeah. and see those again yeah. um you know but ultimately even google only has a limited crawl budget because uh, even if theirs was unlimited the bandwidth of the uh, the person that's got the site is limited so you know mm. there are limits to uh, to what you can do
3: So tell us
1: about this new company that you have started uh which is
2: called inlinks.net inlinks.net that? right, In-Links. yes. inlinks.net yeah. and I yeah, shout out to Dom Hodge Hodgson by the way because he uh he pointed out that I didn't uh, that no one had taken the .co.uk and I better take it before <laughs> before oh. he does. Uh so uh, um thank you for that Dom. Uh he just uh, told me that yesterday. Um <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah so inlinks.net looks at websites in a different way so instead of looking at um, links coming into a website uh, what we're doing is we're semantically analyzing websites and then building internal links on the fly to help google understand and humans to understand what 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 pages are related to which entities so entities are google's newer way of understanding um, content on the internet they've 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 come up with – somebody's going to shoot me for for saying this wrong – but they've they've decided, uh, in my opinion anyway, they've decided that one way to look at the web is to look at all the web pages and find out what the content is on all those web pages. But as we've just established, it's 8.5 trillion of them. That's a lot of records. So – so another way of looking at the world's information is to say, right, the the information in the internet. If we treat it like an encyclopedia, and we say, right, we, we need some information on you know Buckingham Palace or on site links or on Brighton SEO or on you know all these items. There's actually um, only uh, you know tens or hundreds of millions of things that people care about in the world, and it's a lot less than 8.4 trillion. Yeah. Uh, so if they organize the world's information that way, moving from strings to things, then they end up with less records. And in theory, it then becomes more scalable. That means, however, that Web pages um are less important in that in that structure. In in that there could be you know ten thousand web pages on how to how to tie a bow tie, yeah. but Google only needs to tell the user about one of them. So it needs to try and find out you know an authoritative one on how to bow tie a bow tie, and it really doesn't need to tell anybody about the rest of the the the, the pages on the internet, which gives us a dilemma. But as SEOs, our job is to um, is to make our, our our site or our customer sites content. Um, uh, prominent so we then need to help google understand that our page is not only about bow ties but the best page in the world about bow ties um because bow ties is a thing you know it's, it's designed as an entity so it builds internal links um to uh, those web pages so as you're going around a web page on you know on on clothing for example then every time it mentions bow ties it'll link to the bow tie page or every time it you know uh talks about you know knots it may tie to the, go to the, the bow tie page or, or whatever it may be that's related um and it'll also draw, write schema which is really google's shortcut code for tying those entities to uh, to google's knowledge graph as it's called yeah um, and then in, also when you're trying to write new content instead of trying to tell you you know what keywords to put in your content it'll do a brief of what uh what entities and ideas are semantically close to um to the one that you're trying to uh, uh to optimize for so it's a different way of looking at search engine optimization that i don't think any other tool really has done because they've never really started from the ground up with the semantic approach did that make sense, Andy? It did make sense. It sounds like you're. It, actually, as you were talking, uh, it made me think of the
1: eighty twenty rule. That like maybe it's twenty percent of the stuff on the internet is actually really good and relevant. And actually, it's probably a bigger proportion than that, isn't it? And eighty percent isn't. It's, it's
2: sorting the wheat from the chaff. Is
1: that, have yeah. I got, I've got the right – I'm just trying to wonder uh, how, you have, how do although,
2: – Although I just do have some stats on that, and well over 99% of the content on the internet, um, at least in Majestic score, has zero um, trust law citation, but there's, yeah. there's, it's absolutely useless. The vast majority of it is useless. So, yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Um, you're right, but you're, you're right. The, the, there is a lot of wheat uh, of, of, of chaff and not a lot of wheat on the internet.
1: Yes, very agricultural um, sort of analogy, analogy there.
2: So, how do people use uh, this this new site of yours? Okay, so we've tried to help the onboarding. So we've actually given everybody, you know, well, a, a free a free account. So you can ha- you can analyze up to twenty pages on on your website for free. Yeah. Uh, and so what you do, you just put in a website, and then it gives you an opportunity to sign up for an account, or you can just analyze that page anyway. Um, but if you sign up for a free account, it'll then. Ah, uh, pull in what we think are the twenty uh, strongest web pages, um, and uh, analyse those web pages on the fly for you. And it'll it'll go through all those web pages, extract all the entities on all of the web pages, and tabulate that. Nice. So we've then got a table of all the in- entities on those twenty web pages. We then will make some attempt at associating. Um, the most important pages with the, with the most important topics. So if there's an obvious connection, we'll we'll make that association or that presumption. Yeah. But then we need the user. Um, you know, this isn't a get out of jail free card. The user needs to be an SEO and needs to try and understand semantics and and entities because they're going to need to go and check and verify that the entities. That we, and topics that we think each page is about is correct and they need to confirm that association once we've done that confirmation then then it'll go through the system and, and build internal links you end up having to you have to have to put one line of javascript in the footer of your website because it builds all that stuff through javascript so one of the good things is that google now has really cracked javascript um crawling uh, and that allows us a whole new Window of uh, of SEO opportunity because you can you can put that code in using Tag Manager if you want to um, yeah. Google Tag Manager mm-hmm. but you know putting it to the footer then allows us to control it um, and then you know once you've got the hang of those twenty pages you can then expand and and you can go up to I think we're starting to give people up to ten thousand pages that they could if they wanted to buy it so so it is you know you can then carry on for free with those those pages or or you know in thirty dollar a month increments you can start increasing your analysis units or and pages that you analyze um so um it's got the it, it, the more that you analyze the more google uh, in links can build an internal link network and the more it can build a schema for your web pages and uh, and and um, the more it can tell google's knowledge graph what content is relevant to which bits of the knowledge graph
1: nice We'll put a link to InLinks. Try saying that fast. We'll put a link to InLinks dot net in the show notes. Um, yeah, that might, that might be InLinks'
2: first link, by the way. So you know. <laughs> the first link so to InLinks. Google Gary could not ban me for that link. That would be great. <laughs> <laughs> right. So uh, you you've spoken at Brighton
1: SEO, haven't you? Is it more than once? I'm trying to remember now. Is it, you spoke yeah, at I least actually, once, haven't you?
2: Um, I'm I'm pretty sure that I was in the room above the pub. I think me and Kelvin were in the pub uh, for the very first ever Brighton, yeah. uh, which didn't involve any speaking. It just involved more drinking, really. Uh, I um, I was on the main stage when we, when it was in the Corn Exchange, mm. um, and uh, I've spoken there three or four times actually yeah um but although uh, i've probably spoken there a little bit more but um sometimes it's uh, it's in the sort of sponsored track for majestic where Majestic's sponsoring events and stuff like that so that doesn't really count that doesn't okay really count okay um but uh, yeah once on the main stage and then uh, a couple of other times uh, as well yeah, yeah so if, if anybody fancies a, a trip to vegas
1: because you're you're going to be speaking if i'm not mistaken is this your next talk at PubCon
2: in las yeah, vegas in the us of I- a I think by the time this comes out, this will be exactly the, uh, the time that, that, that my talk is in PubCon. So I, yes. I, I talk nearly every year at PubCon. I was, uh, uh, PubCon stemmed out of a, a site called Webmaster World. And I was one of the moderators on Webmaster World. So I've got this in with Brett, really. And if I'm not speaking, I'm moderating a a Webmaster World. I'm actually also doing the training, the link building training uh, on the Monday as well. So just like Brighton have training on on the sort of the first day of the conference or the day before the conference, um, Brighton, uh, PubCon does as well. So I'm doing link training on the the Monday. I'm speaking um, on the tuesday or wednesday i think and uh so by the time this comes out hopefully you know yeah because this is
1: due to come out on the uh, 10th of october i think you will have spoken so does that mean you can give us a, a brief preview on what you're going to be talking about
2: Yes, yeah, so, what you uh, have just spoken about. By the time our listeners listen to this, so so at Brighton and, and at the last PubCon, I, I spoke about how PageRank really works and it really went through the maths of the of the original PageRank algorithm, which uh, lots of people liked. I think it was a sort of black and white. If you didn't want to know how the maths works and it blew your mind, it, then it wasn't the right thing for you. But that's uh, but if you did, then you really enjoyed it. So um, this one's moving on to the idea of a reasonable surfer and the fact that not all links on a page are created equal. Mm. and uh google has a patent which no one really talks about because no one's been able to really measure it anyway um about you know uh, people are more likely that they should t- they should consider a pay a-, a link in the middle of the page or above the fold as more important than one you know be- below the fold perhaps and that sort of thing um and if there's a thousand links on the page then you know, the page is less important than you know if there's you know only 200 links on the page and uh, so uh, this idea of a reasonable surfer, I'm going to be talking about as well, and the fact that um, we can now, using the link context stuff at Majestic, actually you can you can make some kind of assertions as to what's a good link and what's a bad link, uh, and then use some of the eye tracking studies around to sit there and give some indication of what what's good and what's bad in a link, uh, and then also that that idea of entities coming bringing that in as well, and the fact that people are moving around. Uh, and following a thought process rather than following you know the navigational structure that a user might want on a website,
1: that's fantastic, so we have spoken about quite a few things today. It's been a very sort of chatty show today. Um, is, have you got a nice nugget uh, for our audience to take away and think about? Uh, you, you can choose anything from our conversation today,
2: or it may not even have been in the conversation. It's completely up to you. Pay attention to link context. I think that Putting a link on a page when it's not in context is actually potentially going to do your site more harm than good, especially as Google moves towards entities and um, starts to understand that its knowledge graph better and better. So, if you have a link on a, you know, a uh, a baby shower page and you link through to um, to I don't know to uh, mountains in Wales, yeah, um, <laughs> this this may actually start to suggest. It could do weird things, like suggest that mountain in, mountains in Wales are small because babies are small. Um, you know, it's these these kind of associations yeah. start to uh, start to build up in, in Google's um, knowledge AI. So, uh, it, it's it, obviously Google would consider that a mistake if that's the decision it made. But but I think pay attention to link context because I think that that is the future for links rather than link quantity. Well, Dixon Jones, thank you
1: so much for coming on. How can our listeners find out uh, more about you and more about Inlinks?
2: Uh, start at dixonjones.com or go to inlinks.net. Um, and uh, you can also get a hold of me at Dixon underscore Jones on Twitter.
1: Fantastic. Thank you very much. And thank you for listening, everyone. Show notes are in the usual place, sitevisibility.co.uk podcast if you're enjoying the show please leave us a review that would be great questions and suggestions the email is podcast at sitevisibility.co.uk you can tweet at site visibility we have a site visibility group on linkedin so that's all from me andy and it's all from dixon bye thanks dixon and we'll see you next time on internet marketing
0: only from rustolium